0: From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony Lorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about the harm that comes from lying about porn and how to handle the gift of truth when it's brought into the light.
1: And as we start today's show, I want you to think about this quote attributed to Anonymous. It says, the truth may hurt for a little while, but a lie hurts forever. Mm-hmm. hmm <laughs> we're talking about truth and lie today truth and lies today and we're going to be digging really deep into this topic specifically around the subject of porn but we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else just like you in the one family someone whose marriage has experienced breakthrough who's seen transformation who's taken on a challenge and just seen their marriage like literally tr- go from you know dark into light And this week's hug is sponsored by Beachbody On Demand. And Beachbody On Demand is an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access, instant, keyword, to a wide variety of super effective workouts that you can do from the comfort of your living room or anywhere else, Mm -hmm. for that matter, 24-7. Workouts are as short as 10 minutes and don't require extra equipment. They're perfect for you no matter how much or how little time you have. Beachbody On Demand has hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels, ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio hit to yoga and even dance workouts.
0: Yeah, and P90X has been a favorite here in the DiLorenzo household. We love Tony Horn and the endless variety of mix and match routines. I mean, if you've ever done it, you know it, it's going everywhere for for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, it's great. So in this 90 day program, it'll help keep you motivated while helping you to get lean, bulk up, and women you can bulk up as well,
1: (laughs) and grow stronger. And the great thing, because it's on demand, you can view it on your computer, web enabled tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. And right now our listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text one, that's O-N-E, to 303030. You're gonna get full access to this entire platform for free, all the workouts, the nutrition information and support, totally free. So again, just text one, O-N-E, to 303030. Now this hug comes from a Facebook message we received and and it started with, we did it, we did it, in capital letters and lots of exclamation points. She goes on to say we were physically intimate 51 times in 75 days.
0: That, that, that's that's two and a half months. Yes, that's that is stellar.
1: She says we initially set out to go 60 days, but once we got to 60, we decided to keep going. We only actually missed one day, excluding sick days, out of town work travel, and periods. We even had two days that we were intimate twice in one day. And we did way more oral than ever before. Wow. There was a lot of learning through the whole process. It was interesting how making something a challenge instantly changed my mindset. The first week was a piece of cake. We started to get bored at the two-week mark because it was becoming very routine. Mm -hmm. I knew I had to do something to spice it up. So once we got our kids down for a nap, I pulled out some lingerie and dressed up for my man. It was just what we needed. Yay for awake sex. Oh, yes. We're huge fans here. Yes, yes. Of awake sex. She goes on to say, if anyone needs a boost to, to their intimacy, do a sex challenge. Our sex challenge has given me a huge desire boost. It now feels weird to miss even one day. Never mm. thought I'd say that. Thanks for all you guys do. Love you guys. Mm.
0: Wow. Love it. Love it.
1: That's such a good hug. Yeah, Such a good hug. We love sharing the hugs with you, the one family. And, as Tony said at the start of the show, you know, we're talking about the harm that comes from lying about porn and how to handle the gift of truth when it's brought into the light. And it's been a little while. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's probably been quite a long while, while Yeah, since we've done an episode on pornography. And I don't know, as we, Tony and I were talking about this. I don't know that we've ever specifically done one around telling the truth about this destructive secret. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, I went back, looked at the archives. We've done a lot of them, but the whole idea of what happens when you tell the truth or you don't tell the truth mm-hmm. about this. And the idea for this show specifically came because I've had a number of coaching calls recently where my coaching clients have their marriages are being impact and rocked, not just by the impact of pornography, but truth telling or not about the pornography in the marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, there are a lot of spouses who are frustrated by their spouse's seeming inability to tell the truth, and a lot of spouses who are fearful of telling the truth, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's that's really where we started to we started to get into okay, what's going on with this idea of telling the truth around a challenge as big as this one?
0: There, there's a dynamic that's happening in your marriage. Let, let's all be truthful here, right? If pornography is is part of your marriage for either one of you, that also goes into. Um, Oh, the books, the books, erotica, erotica books. I, I include that in there, mm-hmm. so it goes both ways. But but there's a dynamic that's going on because in your mind, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more. Is you know, do I tell the truth, and if I tell the truth, what's going to happen, and how's my spouse going to react, and all this. So that, let let's make sure we understand there is a dynamic that's happening. Why somebody's not going to or wanting to be uh, fully fully open.
1: Absolutely. And just so we're all on the same playing field Mm -hmm. about truth and lies here. Um, First of all, secrets will always come out, right? The truth will always come out. Maybe not quickly and maybe not exactly when you think, but it's going to happen. And the longer it takes for the truth to come out, the uglier it gets. That's a fact. Um, Lying, fact number two, lying does not ever build up your marriage, right? I know that you kind of feel like, okay, well, if they don't know, it won't hurt them. Yeah, well, yeah, well, lies. You can actually think of lies like termites in your house, right? Like you don't necessarily know that they're there, but they're, especially here in Southern California, we have wood termites, and so they're like every house has got termites, and you don't necessarily know. But once you discover it, you know that your house is under attack. It's not good. It's all the tents and all that kind of chemical stuff, right? And, and the the last fact that we need to address here is that pornography always has an impact on your marriage. Always. Mm-hmm. You may have been convinced that it's, you know, quote, no big deal, or everybody does it, or it's just something that guys do, or erotica is not that bad. But the fact is, those are all lies. Like, I'm just going to put it out there. Those are lies. And, and when pornography is present in your marriage, the marriage is no longer about just you and your spouse, right? It's about fantasies that you have with other people. It, it's going to change how you respond to your spouse and, and how you view them and how, what your expectations of them are.
0: Yeah, it, it it really does begin to rewire our mind, mm-hmm. and that's where we have to understand it from. Where some people will say certain things like, "Oh, it's not that bad. I can handle it." it it's it's not that. It, it begins to rewire your mind like you never thought possible.
1: And in preparation for the show, I was because it's been a little while since we've done anything on pornography. I was just kind of going, okay, what's what's going on in the society at large, right? What are some Mm -hmm. of the current statistics on pornography? And there was a 2017 article on medium.com that says the porn industry's net worth is about 97 billion with a B dollars. went on to say this money is enough to feed at least 4.8 billion people a day. The porn industry makes more than major league baseball, the NFL and the NBA combined. Just let that sit in for a second, right? I mean, that's a lot of money, folks, all wrapped up in this industry that's all about lies, all about deceit, all about destruction.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? There are a lot
1: of dollars there. And, and then I was like, well, okay, but who's looking at the pornography, right? Where, what are we looking at? And there was an article um, on segu.edu that said that m- there, 20% of men admit to accessing porn at work, 20%. Uh, U.S. adults who regularly visit internet pornography websites, 40 million That's a lot of people regularly accessing porn sites. Now Christians who said pornography is a major problem in the home, 47%. This problem is impacting people everywhere. And it's not just, it's not just men. Like let me be really clear. There's a reason we're addressing this on this show because it's not just men that have a problem with pornography. 13% of women admit to uh, accessing porn at work. 70% of women keep their cyber activities secret. 17% of all women struggle with porn addiction, right? It's not just a husband's problem and not just a wife's problem. This is a marriage problem and the secrets and the lies are ruining marriages all over.
0: Mm -hmm. And you hear them, obviously. I mean, through your coaching and and with your clients that you have and you're speaking with on a weekly basis, this is wrecking havoc to this day on those folks who come in and share this with you.
1: Absolutely. And for those of you that are brand new to the one family, you may not know that Tony came into our marriage with a pornography addiction Mm
0: -hmm.
1: started when he was 12 with magazines.
0: Yeah. Found them with my buddies in the back of uh, a field. One of my buddies had, I don't know, stolen them, taken them. However, he got his hands on them, but they're just under, you know, I still remember it. It It's still like along a fence line underneath like some shrubs or something. And that's where it was. It was back there.
1: Mm -hmm. And the, like I had known about the pornography to some extent, Mm -hmm. right? When we first started dating, yeah, I, I, you know, I think I re- shared on the show before that we read Playboy magazine. We read, um, penthouse
0: letters, penthouse letters. Mm-hmm. They were in our house. Mm-hmm. They were, they were in our house.
1: Absolutely. And it, it, I didn't realize though, the extent to which it progressed. Right. Right. I did not know that it had progressed to chat rooms. I, you know, the first time that Tony actually said, you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to work on being done with porn. Like I've reached my, you know, line in the sand was in 2004. Mm <laughs> hmm. Right, he came in, and, and you know, we'll link to some of the other shows that we've done on on pornography and our story specifically. But at that point in time, I'll be real honest. I thought I knew everything. Right, he's like, I'm coming clean, like I'm telling you all this. And then, you know, fast forward five years, it's 2009. We had actually done our 60 days of sex challenge. We were writing our first book, Stripped Down: 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Our in Your Marriage. We're working on our first book, and we just had a meeting with our coach and Tony's sitting across the kitchen table from me. And he's like, I got to tell you something mm-hmm. famous last words. Right. Cause mind you, I thought I knew everything in 2004. So here we are five years later and he, you know, shares with me that when he would travel on business trips, that he would try and pick up women at bars.
0: Yeah. And even before that though, I think is even the viewing of images in our apartment when we first got married, mm-hmm. um, Going into chat rooms, you know, talking on those chat rooms, going to the point. And I I mean, I'm going to be open and honest because I'm hoping that what we're sharing here today is going to set you guys free in all honesty. But being in those chat rooms, masturbating with my wife, the room next to me. That, that's not a great way to be living a marriage, folks, in, in all honesty. Looking back, I'm like, holy cow. And we're talking, this is 20 years ago now that I'm I'm talking. So there was a lot going on. And then that did progress into, I got into a work situation where was a bunch of guys, we'd go to strip clubs. We'd, we would travel out of town. We would go to bars after working a full day, you know, going into the point of like, I was in this world Where I was doing this behind a screen and now I was okay with it. Like the lies that I was being told, was telling myself that this is okay to do, this is okay behavior, was now being taken outside of that bedroom and into bars or restaurants or other places that I was going. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a moral compass. I was off my rocker, is what was happening. The lies that I was telling, the, the pornography was rewiring my brain, rewiring the way I, I thought I should be acting. And it, it was detrimental to myself and, and to my marriage and to Elisa, which almost led to, you know, a, a bad road for us leading into a divorce.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and when Tony told me, you know, like I said, I thought I got all the truth in 2004. And so when we got to 2009, I literally felt like I'd been sucker punched. I remember like taking this inhale, you know, like... <gasps> and and not being able to breathe and then looking at the clock and going, Oh my gosh, I have to go pick up our youngest from preschool. Hmm. Right. Funny how timing works. And I remember being in the car going, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. And I remember praying in that moment, God, if this, if this marriage is going to be saved, you're going to have to get involved here because I got nothing for this guy. I got nothing. Right. And I remember, you know, so it's like a, it at that point in time, I think it was like a 20 minute round trip to go to the preschool and back. And I remember coming back and, and going, okay, this, this is going to be the start of something new for our marriage. It's going to be the start of a new season, right? Because I realized that, well, what I didn't realize was that Tony had actually given me a gift because I remember asking him in that moment, I'm like, is there anything else I need to know?
0: Here's the thing, folks. We're going to give you something right now that we have come to realize many years later. So scoot in a little bit, lean in. Get ready because what we want to share here today and right now is something that we didn't even realize back then, right? It wasn't this, it wasn't like, oh, hey, you know, what Elisa's sharing is like, she heard about this and it was all, all of a sudden it was all great. Oh, no,
1: heck no. <laughs>
0: it, it wasn't. What we're sharing is we're looking back on our journey of our marriage and bringing something that we have come to finally realize has helped us get to where we are today.
1: And what that, what I didn't realize at the time, but realize now is that Tony had actually given me a gift, right? He had handed me the truth and, and handed it literally across the table to me. He's like, here's, here's this. And when I asked him, I'm like, is there anything else? And he looked me in the eye and he goes, there's nothing else. And I said, okay, cause I can't handle another surprise. Uh-huh. Basically, I'm not going to handle another surprise. And at that point in time, I had to decide what I was going to do with that gift, right? Was I going to take it and be like, you know what, dude, here's your gift. I'm going to stomp it. I'm going to toss it out. And going to be like, you know what? Screw you. Or was I going to take that gift and say, okay, it's not a gift that I asked for. We've all received those gifts. You know, the ones where you smile and you're like, oh, thank you. It's the thought that counts, right? That was, that was how I felt like, okay, this is not something I asked for, but what am I going to do with it? Because in that space, what I did with that truth, that gift of truth was going to determine everything.
0: Mm-hmm. and this is a year of what can I do? Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a moment. If your spouse comes to you, and for some of you, you may be listening, your spouse listens as well, and they're, and they're sitting on something heavy. And it may be pornography. It may be something else. We don't know what it is, but it, it, it's eating them alive and, and it's holding them back. And if that's you and you're, and you're at this point, be ready. Mm -hmm. because hopefully what you're going to be able to hear through this today is you're going to be able to speak this. For those of you who are going to receive it, this is one of those what can I do moments. Yeah, And also for those of you who are going to speak it, right? Because it's what can I do in this moment?
1: Mm -hmm. Because know that there's fear.
0: Oh gosh, yeah. There's a tremendous amount
1: of fear because it's terrifying to tell your spouse something that you know is going to hurt them.
0: And something that you know is going to release you. You're going to be released when you share this.
1: And they're going to have a burden, Mm -hmm. right? That's scary. It's terrifying to tell your spouse something that has the power potentially to destroy your marriage. Yes, it's terrifying Mm. to share that in some respects you have broken your vows, but not telling your spouse is having the exact same impact on your marriage, right? It it is destroying your marriage. And maybe you've seen that scene um, in the movie *A Few Good Men*, where Jack Nicholson, you know, is on the is on the witness stand, and he says, "You can't handle the truth." Well. We have to actually create marriages where it, it's more than just handling the truth. We create marriages where the truth is expected and embraced. Uh-huh. But, but that takes effort. It doesn't just happen that we're like, oh, yay, like I can handle whatever you're going to tell me. That's a culture that gets created in marriage because I can tell you that when Tony first told me about all of the ugliness around porn, I was less than thrilled because the next day I was hopping on a plane and flying across country and leaving him home alone with a computer. hmm uh-huh. Not the easiest thing I've ever had to do. And I will tell you on that trip, I got the phone call that says, I need to tell you something again. I slipped. But again, it comes back to what are we going to do with the gift of truth in our marriage? You know, when your spouse hands you the truth, whatever it is, no matter how much it stinks. And, and some of you are going to be on the receiving end of truth that is just like, you know, two week old moldy garbage right? Are you going to understand that they have now just handed you their heart a- and they're terrified out of their mind with what you're going to do with their heart? With, yeah, with their heart. A- and we have to we have to get over this place that says, you know what? I, I've got the power to destroy you and get into this place where you say, you know what? We're going to destroy the lies and we're going to destroy the deceit in our marriage. Mm-hmm. It's a shift. It's a mindset shift because let me tell you, when you're hurt, you want to go after the person. You want to go after them and you want to destroy it. I've been there. Uh-huh. Guys, the first time Tony told me I was sick, the second time I was think, trying to figure out how I wasn't going to come home after I picked up our daughter from preschool. Right? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? No, we've got to answer this question. How do you handle things when your spouse is giving you the gift of truth? And, and the truth is, sometimes you're not going to like it. And sometimes you're going to need time to actually think through your response. And I'm going to, I'm going to encourage you to take that time because if you don't take that time, I'm promising you, your reaction is going to be one big fat ugly, right? We get so wrapped up in in just being reactionary that we don't stop to gather all the facts. We don't stop to say, okay, hold on a second. What's really going on here? And so in that time, Give yourself the gift of time. Tell your spouse, you know what? I need some time to think about it, right? That's what I told Tony when I had to go pick up our daughter. I'm like, I need some time. I'll be back, right? And I did come back, obviously. Here we are. I don't know. It's probably 10 years later. I did come back. Okay, but I needed time because in that place, I had a choice. Was I going to respond with something that was going to destroy Tony and destroy our marriage and make it, listen to me here, make it unsafe for him to tell the truth in the future? right? Because our reactions when we receive the truth, we can actually prevent our spouse from ever telling us the truth again, right? Because if I had looked at Tony and just flown into a rage, called him names, used it like everything he had ever done against me or used all of that against him, I can promise you there wouldn't be a One Extraordinary Marriage show. Uh -uh. There wouldn't be Tony and Elisa behind the mics, I had to, I had to gift him in return for the gift of truth. I had to gift him love and make it safe for him to be as vulnerable with me as I was going to be with him.
0: Yeah. And for those of you who have shared this, you're now in a position of having opened up and it is not just a place where you just sit there and go, well, I told you the truth. So my part is done and you need to deal with it. That's, that's not the place you're in now. So be ready, be ready to answer some questions, right? Be ready to maybe even like Elisa said, like tell all of it. Don't, don't tell a piece of it and then wait another two months to tell another piece of it. And you know, it's going to be some conversations and and telling you both, Hey, you know what? You're probably not going to finish it all up and wrap it all up and nicely and neatly in one night. Maybe for something smaller, it might be. For other situations, it could be a process of growing together, of learning, of talking about it. And if you're in a place where that that's hard to do together, like you, you're jumbled up and you can't get your words out, and you're you're not able to be speak clearly, it might be a time to get in a coach. Mm-hmm. So in those situations. Check out one extraordinary marriage.com slash coaching. That's coaching with Alisa. She does this each and every day, every week with couples. And it could be one session. It may be multiple sessions. Who knows? But it's your responsibility to take up, you know, take the charge and saying, I'm willing to go fight for this. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not just telling you and I'm dumping on you and I'm walking away. You've been stewing this in your mind for days, weeks, years. Possibly I was, I had, you know, and so I had to realize, and I look back now, I did a decent job of it, probably not the best. And that's because we were still growing and learning Mm -hmm. and I was growing and learning who I was. And I'm telling you when I, when I stood up though more and said, Hey, I'm going to take responsibility for what I've really done and really make a change, get help. That's when shifts begin to happen.
1: And for those of you that are hearing Tony tell his story, um in hearing this please don't think that it was like a one and done type of thing and now you can't understand why your spouse can't be like tony right it was a process right don't don't please don't compare your spouse to tony yeah and what do. you hear on the show remember this is this is 10 plus years of experience right but but here's what i want to say if you're the one that's giving the information if you're the one that's gifting your spouse the truth please give them the whole truth right? If they ask if there's anything more, tell them if there's anything more. Don't make them drag it out of you. Please don't make them beg you. Don't make them question all the time because every time that you're withholding is one more erosion in the trust factor of your marriage, right? It's one more wall, piece of the wall that actually gets built up between you and them. Because I, I promise you, if pornography has been an issue in your marriage, if you have, if you have lied to your spouse about addiction of any type, your spouse is on high alert, right? They are, they question every single move you make. And, and like Tony said, you're like, sometimes you feel like, well, I've gifted you the truth, like get over it. Well, you've had a lot more time to process. So in this place of gifting your spouse, the truth, understand that they still have to go through a process themselves. And this is where you actually have the power to transform your marriage by being forthcoming, by saying, you know what? I love you so much. I will work with you to create an environment where we both can share the truth about what's going on inside of us, where we can share the emotions that we're feeling, where we can explain ourselves and not have to hide behind masks, not to have to put up a facade about how our marriage is or how I'm relating to you, but to say, you know what? Here's what's going on with me right? Because when you can create that, when you step forward and you man up or you woman up and say, you know what? We're going to create an extraordinary marriage. Everything starts to change because then the truth, becomes, the truth becomes a core value that the two of you stand on. You take off those masks and you say, you know what? You are the most important person in my life. And if, if you believed that on your wedding day, if that's what you promised on your wedding day, it is time today to start living that out. It is time to say, I am going to always gift you the truth, no matter how much it hurts. Because here's the thing, right? When you, when you make truth a core value in your marriage, when you take out the lies, when you take out the deceit, when that becomes a core value and you're like, you know what? I'm always going to tell my spouse the truth. Guess what? You're going to start doing things that fall in alignment with that.
0: And fall in alignment with your guys' core values. And, and it's a process. Again, it's a journey you both are on together. Elise and I have come behind these microphones for eight years. You guys have heard our story for eight years. And I would bet each and every one of you and and me included would say, we're not perfect. We stumble, we fall, we get back up. Here's the thing though, be it pornography, be it another addiction, be it an issue we're facing financially, you know, be it lusting, whatever it may be. We've come together, Elise and I have decided that these are problems, That are not hers they're not mine they're both of ours and it's a problem that we're going to face together we're going to stand up as a team as a married couple that's going through this life doing the best that we can each and every step of the way one thing that we've learned though through this journey of pornography and even looking back at it even more right now that it was the problem it wasn't just my problem it wasn't just her problem right? Because I could have, and I, and I think I did many a times put some blame on Elisa. The reason I did that was because you weren't there for me. Mm -hmm. You weren't physically attracted to me. You weren't touching me. You know, I could have done that, but instead we looked at the problem. What was I engaging in and how are we together going to continue to build each other up? Stopping looking at pornography is one thing. The next step of it is being able to truthfully walk down the path together each and every step of the way, even when things are tough, to begin to continue to tell the truth in different areas of our life, mm-hmm. right? And how do we look at that gift of truth, even though it can hurt, even though it can hurt? Elisa has told me stuff that I'm just like, Ugh, why do you, why? I, I, and yet I, I sit there and I go, thank you. Now I'm going to have time to process it. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I, I got a process in my own way, but we look at the problem and we come together and we go, that's it. We're still together in this merit and nothing's going to break us apart.
1: Absolutely. And you know, for some of you like, okay, what do I do for those next steps? Where, where can I get help? We've got a couple of resources that we want to share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, one is the book, The Trust Factor. This is a book that Tony and I wrote um, outlining the process right? Because when you're rebuilding trust in your marriage, when you've given the gift of truth, but there's definitely been some collateral damage Mm -hmm. that's been there, there is a process that you, the one who broke trust, has to go through. There's a process that the one who's on the receiving end of that information has to go through. And there's a process the two of you have to go through together. So True. you can check that out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash trust factor. And some of you actually want to go a little bit deeper. You're like, I need, I need a program. I need a system. I need like good to go in depth. Check out, trust me, restore, renew, and rebuild your marriage. You can find that at trustmeagain.com.
0: Yeah. And both of those are, our way to get started because building, rebuilding the truth, rebuilding the trust. It's vital to the foundation of your marriage and where you're going to go in your sexual intimacy. Believe me, a lot of this is all about emotional intimacy. How are we communicating with each other? And we're rebuilding that, that trust, you know, the lies have been said, okay, but now we need to rebuild that trust. So how are we going to do that through the process? You guys, we bring these tough topics up sometimes and we, we divulge and we, we open up ourselves because we truly believe that we we truly believe that being set free from this makes all the difference. It begins to to change your aspect, your change your view of your marriage, change the view of your spouse, where you're headed together. So don't just sit on this one and go, oh, that was really nice, Tony and Alisa. If this is you and you are struggling and you truthfully are like, I'm at this point where we need to get this off again, don't forget to check out coaching with Elisa. That's at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. We love you guys. We're here for you. Don't hesitate to reach out. Let us know what's going on and we'll put you in, in touch with where we can help you. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.